Hey everybody, uh, welcome to this week's episode of Twist, Turns, and One-Liners. Uh, this week, Carla and I are uh, looking at Contact, uh, the 1997 uh, science fiction movie uh, based on the Carl Sagan novel. Um, I suppose I'll, I can just give a quick little synopsis, although our uh, something that we can try to convey a little bit more regularly here is the idea that hopefully um if you're listening to this you've also watched it or at least seen it um and if not uh i I think we uh would encourage you to go do that and then maybe come back and listen and if you're not interested in that and you kind of want to get our vibes first that's cool too (laughs) um but it's uh this is a good one though so go watch it yes yes (laughs) i really i actually really enjoyed this one um a lot more than I expected to when the when I first started it. So you you had not seen it. Correct. Oh, okay. This Fun. is one. That, yeah, Finally. this is one that I did. This is one that I hadn't seen. But anyway, right. um, Jodie Foster plays a. Let's see if I can figure out what the actual if there's an actual name for this type of assigned. Uh, well, yeah, she's a scientist, but um, it's like radio astronomy or something. This says S E T I, but what does that stand for? Oh, I think search that's for extra yeah. extraterrestrial intelligence. Yep. Um. Anyway, she plays this person who studies radio signals from deep space, right? Yeah. And it's the movie is about her kind of journey along the way to her first discovery, and then from that discovery to the things that they find within it. Hmm. Um. Yeah. But yeah, very very cool one. Jodie's a Jodie Foster's a name that I've heard a lot, but I don't think I've ever actually seen anything that she's in. It was cool to actually um, see something. I think at some point I plan on putting Silence of the Lambs on the list. No, you just trust me on this one. It's it's a crime drama. It's My not, roommates watched it, and I didn't want to watch it with them because I was scared. It's just it's a crime drama. It's like it's a crime creepy. drama. It's creepy, but it's is there cannibalism? No. Yes, it's they talk about it, but you don't see it. Okay, uh, <laughs> you mostly don't see it. Yeah, no, there's no like oh, so cooking. She... There's no like actual cooking. eating. There's Jesus. some. There's some human on human violence perpetrated by the mouth for sure. Okay, so is she in it? Yeah, she's the she's the like the main character. Was that her breakout role? I think so. Okay, I mean she's been in a bunch of stuff, but I know it's like I've oh two Academy Awards. Yeah. No, yeah, I've, I've definitely. Oh, she's sixty. She's. I don't. This is so. This is not. Doesn't make sense at all. But do you remember the movie Free Guy? Mm-hmm. There's a girl in that movie who plays like the main mm-hmm. girl character. Her real name is Jody. Something. Okay. And I don't know why, but for a while I thought it was Jodie Foster. Oh. And they're completely different. They're like 30 years apart in age. They're mm-hmm. only both just like blonde actresses. <laughs> so I don't know why, but I would, ke- I would think Jodie Foster was that girl. Co- Comer? Comer? Jodie Comer, yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but I literally saw Jodie Foster on mm-hmm. like the cast list and thinking, thinking it was going to be <laughs> that girl. And then I was like, wait, that timeline wouldn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway... I guess another thing, uh, another thing about this movie is it's another uh, Robert Zemeckis movie. Yeah, wait, who's that? Back to the Future. Oh, oh, okay. Among many other things. Okay. 
Um, also, just realized looking at the cast list, I knew she looked familiar when I watched the movie. Angela but Bassett. Yes. Yep. And Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob which, Lowe, James Woods. Granted, James Woods kind of fallen off, but those other, the first two we just said haven't. But. Rob Lowe, another actor that I've heard of, but I've never seen him in anything. Is he a good actor? He's like usually comedic stuff. Okay. But I think he was on The West Wing on oh, HBO. Yeah, I know what that is. I okay. think he was in that. I haven't seen it, but he, I, I like don't know him enough to like recognize his face. But now that I hear that, mm-hmm. I know who it is. But I didn't. I knew I was like I know him, but I don't know where I know him from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so kind of a like star-studded cast. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, yeah, this is like just kind of getting into the plot a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. When I said earlier that I was a little unsure after starting this about what I was going to think about it, this one kind of starts off in a, a more elongated version of the beginning of Twister. They kind of have the same kind of vibe yep. at the beginning. Yep. Whether you get the flashback that kind of introduces why the character is interested in the thing that they're doing yeah. for the movie. Granted, the Twister one is like a you know like a three minute scene yeah. where you just see her like you know experience during that tornado. And yeah. then that becomes her motivation as to why. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, you see her as a kid with her dad doing the whole radio game. Yeah, thing. which was cool. I liked, right. well, I liked right. those scenes. Right, yeah. right. Uh, but, but yeah, it's similar uh, setup of the plot. I don't mind. Right, it was just one of those things where, and this in, in this particular movie, it was kind of drawn out a little longer. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's, again, it, it it's all setting breadcrumbs for everything, right? Because she's at this, uh, she's at the, that... Uh, uh, observatory in Puerto Rico. Yep. And it's like kind of her doing her niche kind of, you know, studies and the person in charge of like, you know, funding it or approving it or whatever, you know, pulls the plug mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of just showing, I guess it, it that whole bit just like it sets up, it sets up for the kind of last shebang of this movie pretty well, like talking about oh, how it yeah. all like, Whoever funds the stuff controls the stuff. And yeah. Then yeah. And get, we'll get into more of that whole stuff later, but. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of sets up with her. Uh, she, I don't, the one part of the movie that I didn't like was the, I, like, the science parts <laughs> were interesting, but it's it's kind of hard to follow as a person who doesn't really know anything about space. So, like, what particular parts? Like anything that just jumps? like it's probably not that important to know because you can just tell by the tone of the scene. But like the scene where they end up finding something, mm-hmm. and you know she's reading like coordinates and numbers, and they're talking about like mm-hmm. levels and a bunch of mm-hmm. various stuff. I don't. I didn't like understand like what they were talking about. And the whole scene where they end up finding that footage of Hitler, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was confused. I was going to ask about that because I, I don't, I didn't understand where did that come from and like, how did they even find that? And what was mm-hmm. the significance of that? That's where like, I was confused. I finally, everything started to finally click when they, the machine part of okay. the movie happened. Mm-hmm. And I finally understood like, okay. They found like instructions mm-hmm. from 
right. extraterrestrial life. Right. That is when I finally got it, but that was like an hour into the uh, movie. More, well, well an over hour an hour and a half. Yeah. So it it took me a while. Yeah. Um, um, it, okay. I would say the the main thing, the the whole like the the part where she finds the signal and she's calling it in. Like I don't think with that particular stuff, I don't think it's necessarily that important to know. Like it's just probably not, but it probably would have made it more interesting. It's just it's all about them uh, aligning these satellites and getting them all aligned and on the same frequency to the same like spot because that's when they start calling out. They're like, uh, "We have four that are locked in. The others are working on it." Yada yada yada. Right. But what are what are the satellites doing? They're just they're uh, they're angling to the right pitch and you know everything making sure they're pointed in the right direction and then they're picking up on those faint radio signals that are being like you know blasted throughout space okay and then getting like i think we will just we'll jump around a lot i'm sure but uh getting in going into the the whole thing with the the hitler thing it's it was hilarious <laughs> bernie and i bernie and i were watching and um they they uncover that and then they're listening to that and then they like figure out some of that stuff and it cuts to the next like scene the next like part and I paused it because I wanted to see if what I was thinking was true and it was something like I knew that that opening to that year's Olympics it's it was like the thirty six Olympics or something that they it was like the first like widely broadcasted radio television event because. Uh, and I wanted to conf- I wanted to make sure that my thinking was right, so I start searching it, and sure enough, it was like the way it was a way for Germany to flex their technological prowess. So like they sent out that broadcast as like a like a uh, some sort of TV radio thing, right? And so that would have been the first time that like radio waves were sent out from oh. here. And the idea was the idea is that. Um, they're sending back what they received. received. Got it. So Got it has it. yeah it has nothing. There's the that's what they were talking about. Well, going back to the my little story about me googling this. The second I hit play next, they explain that. Oh, and then sure. They say, and sure. I'm like, oh, duh! I could have just kept watching this sure. freaking movie just to yeah. confirm. But um, I th- but oh god, yeah. The biggest the biggest thing that they were uh, uh Jodie Foster's character was worried about. I should just remind myself of what her name was ellie ellie arroway yep she um she was worried about them um getting the right message across like she's like hey like basically along something along the lines of make sure that they know that they didn't pick and choose some hitler footage that this is just (laughs) happens to be what they like what they could pick up yeah and stuff and (laughs) yeah 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 that's true they do yeah okay um, but yeah, like they, I was also, do you ever feel like when you watch a movie, like, especially in the first like 20, 30 minutes, it feels like so much work to keep track of like, who is a significant character and like their character background. Like it was, I was watching and like, I think one of the first scenes, uh, when she, that, when she's still in Puerto Rico and she meets, I don't know his name, but he was the blind guy. Yeah, he was fellow like scientist who was blind. What was mm-hmm. his name? Because that actor also looked yeah. so familiar. Yeah, you know him from a bunch of stuff too. Yeah, okay, for sure. So I don't uh, know the actor's name, so I can't like I don't recognize it in the cast. You might. Uh, I th- 
I'm trying to think of what you would know him first from. Maybe the longest yard, the longest yard. Oh remake. yes, the he's the William, he's the guard, William Fitchner. Yes. Okay. So but Kent Clark. He's in, he was also in Dark Knight. He was okay. like uh, at the beginning of the Dark Knight. Okay. Okay. And, so Kent Clark, when she first meets him, um, they were they two were you know like I was learning about like who his relevance was. I still don't exactly know. Did she know him prior to that scene? It sounded like no. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of became like good friends because mm-hmm. they worked together. Um, but then it was like trying to get like to figure out his significance, and then like the drum, Doctor Drumlin, that was his name, Doctor Drumlin, yeah, David Drumlin. I don't know if he was doctor, Dr. but the David. the president guy who ended yeah. up like cutting off the funding. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So, and then Matthew McConaughey's character, what was his name? Palmer. Uh, what was he? He was like, so he was somebody who had studied like a bunch of uh, religion related things. And the way I, I, there's a line in the movie where he says uh, he's a man of the cloth without the cloth. So like he's. <laughs> what? It's. I feel it's, like I remember him saying that actually. But, but it's what does that even like the mean? whole, the, basically he's, he's a man of the church, but he's not worried about like doing his work at church sort of a thing. Does that make sense? But his, like, his whole thing, at his whole, the reasoning behind uh, where he was, or why he was there, uh, was, you know, he was trying to get that interview with the Drumlin guy, right? Because his whole stance was how, like, whether or not we should really be pushing technology in the way we are Mm -hmm. without considering its impacts on, you know, everybody. Yeah. Sort of a thing. And then eventually down the road, he becomes like the, I don't know what the word is for it, but basically like the religious advisor to the president. Yeah. Like, yeah. whereas the Drumlin guy's the science advisor, right. he's the religious advisor. Yes. I figured that out later. Mm-hmm. At first, he said he was an author. And so at first I thought he was like a reporter type person, but then I realized, yeah, he's more of an advisor. But that's like happens in the beginning too, is like we meet him and they, you're kind of like, ooh, there's some chemistry. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, eh, well. She seems like the type of woman where she's like really invested in her work that you mm-hmm. might, it might just be a constant build and nothing happens. But I was wrong. I mean, yeah, but it was kind of the, it was kind of the thing for both of them, right? They, I think it was they, they both hit it off. They both had that chemistry, but they're both also working professionals. True, true. And they, you know, later mentioned that that they're like, mm, I guess this isn't going to work now that there was like a conflict of interest with yeah the selection process and yeah. everything, even though they kind of. That wasn't necessarily. It was the 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 conflict of interest part ended up being more in the favor of, um, are more detrimental to their relationship than it was the actual selection. Like there wasn't like he wasn't he didn't favor her oh, during the yeah, selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to we'll get to that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So it basically like we kind of already delved into it, but yeah, the Drumlin guy who's the president's science advisor, he like cuts the program that, mm-hmm. um. Ellie's working on, and then because it's not, she starts her own program. So, so that he cuts that funding off because he's finding that there's no return in it, right? Yeah, and there there isn't really any respect out of or out of it, or he isn't he isn't getting any getting anything out of it personally. So right. that's part of why he shuts it down. So then she starts going hunting for funding. Funding, yeah. Right? And then that 
we don't know it, but like an anonymous donor funds well, it. We know we she go she goes there for funding, and they're about to turn her down, and then yes. she finds out that the whoever's their boss is says we're funding them, and so we know that some un like guy with person without a face yeah is, is funding, funding it. it, but, but she, we she don't knows know where the, she knows where the money's coming from, sort of yeah, but she didn't know like the person who yeah correct. took invested in her particularly right um. So yeah, that's kind of like a mystery that we get to solve. Yeah, so they that like pays for Yeah, and that ends up paying for their leasing on those government like those government owned satellites basically. Yeah. So then they get that for 4 years before the government decides to come in. And then she finds something. Mm-hmm. Which that was a good scene like where, you know, she's I think she was like sleeping. Like she had like fallen asleep or something. It was no, it was kind of like uh, they knew they were about to get kicked out. They knew they were about to get kicked out, so um, she was basically going to spend all of her time like using what she could. I think it was more of like a venting thing. She was pissed, so she went out to just listen to that because it brought some sort of calm to her. Yes, but when it started beeping, wasn't she like kind of like? I she was. Like, I, I think she was just closing her eyes, focusing on, oh, uh, focusing okay, on okay, what she, okay, was, okay. she was listening to. Because the idea is like it could be the most faint of things that they pick up. Sure. So she was closing her eyes to kind of focus on that. That's what it was taking away. Yes. Okay. So yeah, and then she finds something. It the the like thumping or thudding, whatever you want to call it, that mm-hmm. ended up being like the noise that they were freaking out about. Kind of sounded like, like you know, in Jumanji when mm-hmm. they open the, the game, it's like. Dude, that's what it kind of sounded like (laughs) to me, anyway. Right, like, well, it reminded me because of like a washing machine because they had said something about that earlier. Yes, about how they had to they had to make sure they factored all that crap out. Mm -hmm. But um, it did sound like a washing machine. But uh, you say that, right? And then they go, they zero in on it, and then they start to analyze it and find that it's transmitting in prime numbers. Mm Hmm. Do you like that? Did you like that? I don't even know, know what the exact line was, but something about, um, like, s- one of the people in the room was like, what's a prime number? <laughs> Which feels like... Oh, that was when the government came in, right? Yes, Wasn't it? when the government was in there, but it's like, shouldn't you know yeah. if you're in that room? You're pro- you're oh. <laughs> pretty high clearance if you're in that room when they're talking about that stuff and you don't know what a prime number is. Well, I think that was, I think part of the, uh, just kind of touching on the whole clearance thing. That was kind of a genius move that they that they did um, once they heard everything coming, or once they heard it and they realized they were on, they found something. Was they called all the press first? Mm-hmm. And made sure the press knew before the government knew. Oh, because mm-hmm. you know that way there's some like uh, public interest security, so they could... some sec- more security. Because if the government just comes in, they can take it, and then like oh, like it's more like it's kind of more like. Let me announce this so they can't, you know, sweep it under the rug. Sort of. I thing. thought it was like to get public interest so they would be able to keep getting funding. I'm sure that yeah, that's part of it too. But I guess that that could be the thing that was in mind. But my thought was to, um, that it was to prevent them from just coming and taking it away. Mm-hmm. Because obviously they're that very, makes sense. They're very protective of it. And honestly, that was one of the more surprising things throughout. I mean, honestly, obviously it's a it's a story, it's a fiction story, but like. The fact that they kept her on the entire time, mm-hmm. if there's anything of the realistic stuff in it that felt the most like un- improbable, 
like that was one that seemed like it, like it would have been like i feel like i feel like the government would have pushed her out like before she made it to the end oh period government but, loves to do that but <laughs> they love uh, to take credit for things that aren't theirs <laughs> yeah and we'll be and we'll i'll come back to some other stuff too as we get there but um it's just i mean even and two at the same time her um uh what's his face uh palmer nope oh uh, her Drumlin? yes, <laughs> he uh, he comes in and starts like showing a shit ton of interest because now suddenly it's something, right? Yeah, well, and it's there was a few moments of that, like he the par- there was one scene where like the president was talking to or one of the president's advisors was like, oh, and now like someone's gonna come up and yeah, tell you about this. this, yeah, and they think and she thought it was gonna be, be her, her right. and then. Dr. Drumlin gets up there and to take the credit. takes the credit, and it, that was really sad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and it happened every step of the way, right? <laughs> yes, it happened multiple times where it was like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But they uh, now we're kind of at the part where they discovered the signal right. from Germany, which we talked right. about earlier. Um, and then is it also in, like, the digging of that where they find the... So, yeah, so they have the, what they end up getting is, like, what they end up realizing is that it's a two-layer thing. They have the layer, that's the video from the uh, 90, 36 Olympics or whatever it is. Um, and then they have the other, like, what they thought was static. But then they send it out, they start basically outsourcing and making sure other people are on the signal so they, like, can get as much information as possible. And... um they get these separate pages, right? They get the or they get this page, what looks like a page, and end up finding multiple pages of just what seems like it's just some sort of like coding, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's where they're kind of stumped, they're, right? That's where kind of stuff comes to a standstill. But obviously, in the movie, it they move on from it pretty quickly. But like the idea is like this: they're kind of stuck. They're, yeah, they hit a dead end. And then that's when she gets the the message and the facts and stuff from. The guy oh, up in the plane yes. who's in the flying around in a plane the whole time. Right. The I again I'd have to look at his name. The but anonymous the, benefactor. Yeah. The anonymous investor. Or the guy that S. owns R. that Haddon. company. Yes, that's our Haddon. So and then he brings he brings her on the ship and says, Hey, these are the sheets you've been looking at. If you do it this way and then they put it into three dimensional space, you get your code. It's a machine. Oh yeah, and they're able to decode the code. And then they oh, find that's right. in that they find the schematics for something, which they don't know what it is right away. And then they're uh this is one of the parts where they are in the in the uh advisement meeting with the president trying to figure out if they should build it or not. Yeah. Or like, what if we build it and all of a sudden it brings them here and then we're fucked and yada yada. It's so funny because I I love like I kind of love movies that have I've seen a few, not that many, but like I've seen a few where like I love where they simulate like the Oval Office or not the Oval Office, like Any, the well, president anything, meeting yes. with his yep. advisors. Yep. So it's so interesting to see like the movie that comes to mind is like there's a movie about like the Cuban Missile Crisis with mm-hmm. um, Kevin Costner mm-hmm. and like he plays like an advisor. JFK, isn't the movie JFK or, or are you thinking of something else? I don't know, but I not really important. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so. Anyway, like it, it's always interesting their representation or guess at how conversations like that go because mm-hmm. they're trying to be accurate, I would assume. So it was, yeah, 
it was funny because <laughs> the concern of like, oh, if we bring them here and then we're all like screwed, it is a realistic concern to have. But I was thinking to myself, like, this is so stupid. Don't you want to know what's out there? Build the machine. <laughs> but it's realistic to wonder, like, right. what if they're a threat? It, right, exactly. Yep. But um, I knew they were going to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you don't. I don't think you have a as compelling of a story if you decide not to. Um, but yeah, the the whole president thing was kind of cool. Like I looked it up. Uh, I looked it up uh, last night, and they they just took. New, I think I know new, what you're gonna new say. stuff and they clipped together. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I I was like, there's no way Bill Clinton was actually in well, this yeah, movie. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure, for but sure. But they did a really good job of making it look like he was right. And then they did the brief body. Anytime there's a brief little moment where they needed to show him moving, they just had a body to like a you know standing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, so news clips cause this was real or no? Well, no, no. They just <laughs> took they cherry picked from different things that he was saying and made it to make it work. You know, they took stuff out of context. Right. But it's still like. Yeah, but it, none of it was ever about like, you know, extraterrestrial life oh, and okay. all that stuff. I didn't think it was real, it was, but if you, it if, looked yeah, like it was. If you were to go back and, and watch again or like go through those clips, it's all very vague, generic things that he's saying. Okay. So it's that you could be applied to what's happening in the movie. Okay. Okay. I thought maybe. So the book is fiction. Correct. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay. And it was written, like, well before, well yeah. before this stuff. But then they end up, uh, they end up essentially realizing, like, hey, we're going to build it, but, um, yeah, and we got to select somebody to, like, represent humanity. And this is where, like, it really started to get good for me. Like, I was like, ooh, who are they going to pick? Because I knew, like, that the scene where Palmer, like, comes out and he's like, you know, Ellie, like, you're at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, like, you're on the selection committee. And he's like, yeah. And then she's like in Drumlin, too. And he's like, he's not on the selection committee because he wants to go, too. And it's like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. So that was that was cool, like, to see the, like, hearings and stuff where they were interviewing Mm -hmm. her. I I guess I realized we kind of skipped ahead a little bit. It's all right. Um, Because I was going to say... There's a part where, because she kind of, like, when she first meets Palmer, um, she, like, you know, has a connection and then kind of ghosts him. And then she happens to run into him again, mm-hmm. being the advisor, the president, whatever. And then they're, they go to that party. Mm-hmm. And she, they're talking outside. And she's kind of talking about how, like, she doesn't believe in a higher power or mm-hmm. anything spiritual. Um, and he's like, like, why not? And whatever. And then, you know, that conversation kind of becomes really important later on. I mean, that whole well, idea. Even, even, uh, even the, the very first conversation they have about God back in Puerto Rico is yeah. the one that gets mirrored later yeah. in the courtroom way later. Yeah. But well, yeah, he asked, yeah, that's when he, but you're talking about when, uh, when they're at the party and he asked her to like, he's like. Did you like? Did you love your father? Yeah. And she's like, "What the hell are you even talking about?" Of course, of course I did. I did. And he's like, "Prove it." Yeah. Like, how do you? But that's that was so good. Like the foreshadowing for what ended up happening. It just chef's kiss. But yeah, the first conversation. You're right. Like is mirrored in the courtroom later when he says, "Like, are you spiritual? Are you? Would you consider yourself a spiritual person?" And then she's like, "I don't like see how mm-hmm. that's relevant." And I was interested to see like 
how is that relevant? I guess, like whatever. Right. And then they say like, well, ninety five percent of humanity, you know, is religious, so that feels pretty important. Mm-hmm. But does it? Like, is it relevant? It's just in in terms of picking something that represents people in general, like having somebody that can at least concede the fact that it's a possibility, because then. But why is that important? Like, is it assuming that they're going to ask? Like the extraterrestrials are going to ask? It's more just just about having everyone's best, as good good of a job as you can have at everyone's best interest in mind. So, like, it's less about, like, being able to tell the, like, extraterrestrials about that and more having the mentality to know what to ask or like how to ask things, how to converse with oh, them in okay. that. So okay. it's about getting like a balanced amount of information. Um, but uh, just to clarify, when I uh, talking about their conversation in Puerto Rico about, um, you know, why she doesn't believe God exists and that kind of little thing, that little bit there, the, the mirror in the courtroom more than I was talking about is the, at the end at the hearings, when she's describing what when yeah. she's fighting for what happened, not when she's trying to get the job at the, at when she comes, when she goes through the whole process and then they're putting her on blast about lying. Yeah. Well that, I think that mirrors more of the conversation at the party. Well, I mean, they're all kind of the same. They're all kind of the same. Okay. You confused me earlier. I thought you were talking about something else that I didn't remember. Oh. I understand. Yeah. I got okay. it. Okay. But, um, <laughs> So they get they get pulled out of that party to go to an emergency meeting, um, and isn't that about the schematics? Isn't that when they realize their schematics because it gets leaked and they get mm-hmm. brought in and they got to figure out? Yeah. So I, th- I something think like I'm that. Something like correctly. that. Let's see. Um, yeah, the data the data decoded reveals schematics for an intricate machine that is believed to be a form of transportation for a single individual. Multiple nations provide funding for the construction of the machine. Except Japan. Oh, dear. And an international panel is assembled to select a candidate. Naraway is the leading candidate, but then Rumlin, there you go, steps in and he is selected mm-hmm. because he's He tells them what they want to hear. Right. That was the whole thing. Well, and at first I was like, well, is he being genuine? And then I was like, well, no, he's a science like really into science like she is so they're more it's more of like a it's it's he wants to be he wants to be the guy that's what it is he wants to be the guy so he's gonna say whatever he needs to do to get into that spot did he go second because then i'm wondering like did he see that her answer failed it was more i think it was more just like in general just kind of knowing what they were looking for i don't think it was i wouldn't say it was necessarily because something tells me if they, uh, like in the scenario where that's real, I would have to believe that they wouldn't let the candidates see the other candidates. Sure, like, sure. But isn't it televised? Well, no. it depends. Well, I mean, it, think of like a think of like court cases, right? Like if you I get pulled, if, if you get pulled in for jur- jury duty, granted, there's certain things that you can't hide from, but it's kind of your it's kind of your uh, your responsibility to shield yourself from it. Yeah, I know. You would assume not, but you never know. He's probably got connections and right. was able yeah, to watch yeah, yeah. it. That's either way. Either way, he went in there, no, like basically just saying what he needed to say, not saying what he really, how he really felt. Right. But, but then it ends up being fine that he was picked. Well, 
I don't know if fine's the right word. For, for Ellie, it was fine. Died. For Ellie, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't die. Yeah. That was a really good scene. Like, because, you know, they were like gearing. So she must have still been involved in the project, like, gonna. Yeah, she was kind have of. Have him do it. She was in, in charge. Uh, it's, it's, I think, the what they had said when they were doing all the check ins is that she was in charge of personnel. Okay. So I think she was in charge of communicating with someone. I, yes, thank you. <laughs> Never remember his name. Yep. I think she, uh, she was in charge of his line of communication. I think, and um, something something like that, right? Yeah. Well, so so Dromlin, yeah, he's preparing to go, and you know everybody's watching. Everyone's getting real excited, and then shit really like hits the fan when. I love those moments in movies where it's like a, you can tell the audience is supposed to remember, which I did, the The look of that guy. Yeah, the guy's face, yeah. Because they kept showing him. Every time he was on, every time they, he was present, they made sure to zero in on him. Yeah, well, they showed him the first time when, like, people were, like, protesting, and then they showed him again outside that, like, banquet thing. Yep. And that was when they really, like, that's really, I feel like, when they zeroed in on him. And what were they protesting against? He, he was basically saying that he was saying that all of this work is going to is like the work of the devil. Like everything that's going on is going to bring to the end of humanity. Uh, that well, science is the devil's work. I think he says it. Sometime. Tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, it's so stupid. Anyway, um, so yeah, when you see him like in disguise, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. That that was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I at first I was like, is she not going to say anything? No, she did right away. Um, she, well, she yeah, she did, thought for a second. She's like, wait a minute. He's not supposed to be there. Yeah. And then, yeah, like her trying to talk to him and be like, the guy behind you mm-hmm. is not supposed to be there. <laughs> and he, okay, I wrote down in my notes, religious terrorist creepy with his facial expressions. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Because he was so creepy and like, if I remember correctly, didn't that scene have like slow motion when they were like, kind of like tackling each other and fighting yeah, over that bomb? Uh, yeah, I think it, I think it slowed down a bit, yeah. That's just like, cla- like classic for like older movies, like the really intense scenes, the slow-mo. Kind of makes you laugh because it's kind of ridiculous, mm-hmm. but also good and then, or well, well done. And then, Boom. Boom. It all goes up in flames. And you think, not only did everybody die, the but now the machine busted. is ruined and nothing's going to come of this project that is, they've invested a lot of money in. Mm-hmm. But she also, I mean, Ellie was probably upset, but she was also probably low-key breathing a sigh of relief. She didn't die. Yeah, true. She She would have been up there. She would have. So. And then we find out why the Japanese abstained from the previous deal so they could make a private deal <laughs> tea with sr hat in right yeah yeah so they like got the same information and built their own machine right. still well funded by them it's still the government is still involved but the government knew about it the u.s government knew about yeah. it yeah yes the u.s government knew about it and like basically sanctioned it she just didn't know about it right it was like a need to know basis so rude and so she found it she should be at the forefront well, of knowing everything. Well, I mean, once it blew up and it didn't work, they called her first. They called the her, second machine. Yeah. Oh. She was like the. 
she's like, we need, we still need somebody to go. We've got this machine. Come, 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 come. And she's like, okay. Come, come. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was good. Um, what happened next? Well, I mean, after, after the one blows up, it moves pretty quickly from there. They pull her in and there's that last little conversation between, between her and Matthew Palmer. McConaughey. Palmer. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of sad where he kind of says, like... I don't... Like, the decision before was le- a legit decision, but I'd be lying if I... Something like that. They didn't yeah. want you to go, yeah. yeah. What did you think of when she was, like, in the machine and going through, like, the wormholes and uh-huh. stuff? First, what's a wormhole? It's just, like, uh, it's, like, I can't... I, there, I won't be able to describe it in very clean, uh, a clean, elegant way. But I think what it is is it's when there's like a tear in space. Okay, that's what I thought. And then another tear in space somewhere else, and it connects them. It's like a shortcut, basically. Okay, okay that's what I thought. I was going to say like yeah. a rip of... A warp in space and time. A warp in time yeah. and space. Got it. Rip, a rip in the fabric of time and space. Is that the phrase? Sure. Okay. It is now. <laughs> I, <we laughs> what, did you, what did you think of like the effects and like the the video quality of her simulating through that i don't know it was all right the the only part that was a little that kind of took me out of it a little was when the like little warps of her like face would come off like with different <laughs> expressions yeah th- i didn't understand that is that supposed to be she was moving so fast no i think it was more like more like reality was bending and like it, it had to do with like I don't know, like multiple instances of the same person in time or something. Yeah, I don't know. That was just kind of my assumption. I I don't know what the exact thing was. Oh, that that makes sense. I don't think it was super, it it wasn't super, it it happening, I don't think it's super relevant. I think the idea is like, oh, weird space stuff is happening. Yeah. I think that's all it was, right? It was pretty probably good for the time. Um, I I mean, it was probably, yeah, it was probably right on par, probably exactly what's kind of, well, I mean, we don't know, obviously, what that would look like. Right. So I guess they probably just had to imagine what they thought ripping uh, yeah. through I'm sure, time and space would look like. I'm sure it's one of those things where they probably had some advisors that they talked to about sure. the whole thing. Sure. I mean, Carl Sagan, the guy who wrote the book, he was, it's not like he was just a, he wasn't a science fiction author necessarily, only. He was like a scientist, like mm-hmm. a real kind of, so I would imagine they would want to do justice and make sure at least... They were basing it on some sort of theory that was out there, right? Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but that was, I mean, you kind of, yeah. That goes on for a little bit too long, for, like, rattling in that thing. Yeah, I think the idea, I think the idea behind that, though, was just showing how many different stops there are along the way, and the fact that, like, afterwards you realize when they say, like oh, this is a whole like network like this. A bunch, there's tons of places that are doing this, right? So like those are like little stops along the way to get there. Sure, sure. So, and then she ends up on a beach at night, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw that. It's in, like a, you see the three palm trees that she drew in the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. Did you notice? Yeah. That? After after they. After after they realize that they're contacting someone in Pensacola, yes. she draws the palm trees. Yes. As soon as you see the palm trees, I'm like, oh, hey, Pensacola. Yeah. And well, then, I figured that out when they said that. Yeah, yeah. But at first, I didn't catch that. And then the the visual of like- The dad coming into- 
frame focus focus, that looked weird Mm -hmm. because it looked like it wasn't even like the person was not connected to the parts of her body yeah i think it was one of those things is they were kind of materializing into that shape yeah that form so at first i feel like when you watch not knowing anything you kind of think like did she die and this is like Almost oh, like an afterlife of yeah. some sort where she's meeting her dad because you know her dad's dead. Mm-hmm. But then you realize like, oh, no, because then because at first they say they act like they're the dad. And then they're like, oh, just she's kidding. like, she's like, you're not real. She's like, you're not real. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, we I took this form because uh, we felt it would be most comfortable for you. She which is crazy if that's yeah. like. If this was a real thing and, like, there were, I mean, I'm sure there is extraterrestrial life, but if they could do that where they can, like, morph to different forms, you know? Yeah, or, like, I I kind of read it more as, like, implanting themselves into her subconscious, into, like, her thoughts, basically. Because, like, I just envisioned her being in the ball the whole time Mm -hmm. and nothing coming in or out of the ball. okay. At least that's the way I was thinking about it. And they... And they there was interaction for sure, but like I think the idea is like just the way this like if the interaction wouldn't necessarily be a physical thing in physical space, it's happened. I think the idea is okay. that it was something that was being kind of transmitted into her mind. Sure. I don't know this. I don't know if that's this what is it was. The guess. But okay. that's what was that was what I was. That makes sense. On, yeah, right? that makes sense. But yeah, that was like he kind of says like the the extraterrestrial doesn't doesn't they don't they kind of say like people have been communicating this way for so long like billions of years yeah yeah so i don't mm-hmm. know what the uh, that's all i remember was said yeah like he she said something along the lines of like uh, who are uh, she asked who built who built the machines who built the who built the like uh I don't know if worm. I don't think she says wormholes, but basically, who built this travel system? And yeah. they're like, it was here well before us. Like yes. we, somebody introduced it to us. Like we're introducing it to you, and sure, all this, all that kind of jazz. And there, are, like, that was basically the main question was like, who and why? And then he's like, this is just this is how it happens. Like, yeah, this is the first step. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you everything. This mm-hmm. is part one, mm-hmm. and we'll continue to move forward right right yeah and then how did that end like how did it how did she like end up wake up back i don't even remember that transition i think it was it was right towards the end of that conversation i think um when she was desperate for more answers and she's like and he's they're like well more will come this is like i said like i was just saying this is the first step Something like that, and then I think it's one of those things where it was kind of like a but wait moment, I think, yeah. if I remember correctly. I could be wrong, and then just poof, back. And Yeah, and she was just in the in the ball, mm-hmm. and she was like, hello, and then they, the, everyone back at the base mm-hmm. are like, are you okay, are you okay? And they're like, she's oh like, my god, uh, she's alive! How long, how long was I gone? And they're like, what are you talking Girl, about? Girl, you didn't leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, so they they think she didn't leave, and then the rest of the movie is her kind of trying to convince everybody that she did go on this journey, and she's not just like mm-hmm. crazy trying to get attention, right? Um, 
was Rob Lowe, was that the actor who was like interrogating no, her? No, that's, uh, that's uh, James Wood. Okay, sorry. I can't, I can't remember who exactly mm-hmm. was what, but. Yeah, he was the, he was the like security advisor or whatever. Okay. So yeah, like those, that trial, like both the, the, the hearings for when she's like being decided with, yep. like to go to space. Or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that scene, like I really liked those scenes, very intense, um, but good. And this is where like it's a heaping dose of like irony. Is that mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for? I mean, yeah. Karma. A little bit, yeah. For yeah, yeah. her, right? For not, I hold on. For, for I totally, di- for totally dismissing the idea of God and stuff, where she's yes. like, you can't. If there's no physical evidence and you can't prove it, then, like, I'm going to go Occam's Razor. The most simple solution is the most likely. So he probably doesn't exist. Yes. And then now she's put in that same exact bucket where yes. the most likely or the easiest explanation is that it was a hoax by, you know, billionaire. Yeah. So on the one hand, you could argue, like, she looks pretty stupid for saying one one was obviously not true and now one should be true. But then you could also argue on the flip side that all the people who believe in religion look stupid because they'll believe that, but they won't believe her. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's yes, for sure. It's both. It's a both. It's a both routes make sense. Yes. And yes. both routes look kind of dumb for only believing for one being, or the for other. Being do- so dismissive of each other. Right. Yes. yes, for sure. So I, I didn't expect that to be in this movie. And I loved that like mm-hmm. aspect of it like that. Just the two the parallel situations colliding, like right. it was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, as it's happening, and she's getting into that point, and then it you know goes back over to Matthew McConaughey, and he's leaning in, and he's like, "See, not so black and white, you know? Like, yeah, you can't just yeah." I I when I first met his character, I thought I was like, "Oh, he's gonna be annoying," but I actually really liked his character. <laughs> I don't know why, but at first I was like, he's going to be stupid. And then, or like, just like a random, mm-hmm. not really important or a deep character, but he was, he right. was very, I liked his character. And he says, you know, at the end when she comes out of the trial or whatever, he's like, I believe her. Like, I, I don't know if he just said that to like back her up in public or if he actually believes her. I think it, I think he does. I think it's like a mutual respect thing where she like. I think he recognizes that she has no reason to be lying. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't even necessarily be either. I feel like for me, it wouldn't even be necessarily that she was lying. It would be more like, did she hit her head yeah, and have yeah, like yeah. head trauma? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, But then the yeah. craziest part, you know what I'm going to say? The So James Woods, he resigns. First, first off, he resigns from his post. And then the last we see of the government characters is a little, hey, oh, here, there's another thing. They sure do video chat a lot in <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But, um, Which I didn't think they had at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it wasn't like, like it is now by any means. Right. But, um, this was pre Zoom. <laughs> but, uh, so James Woods is on a video call with An- uh, Angela Bassett and, She's like, I'm. Uh, they're basically going through this debrief or whatever, right? And she's like, I was a little like, basically saying she's a little caught up on the last part of it, mm-hmm. like, like how you were so adamant about 
they're just being static, you know, in the video. And he's like, yeah, that's in there. And he's, and she's like, it wasn't the, wasn't the static. That's the, the part I'm telling you yeah, that threw me off. It's the fact that there's 18 hours worth of it. Quick question. Mm-hmm. How did she know she was gone for 18 hours? That was a guess. I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know for certain. I think or it was a guess. did she have like a watch? Well, I don't know if that even yeah, would have worked. That, that, I'm, that I'm not. Well, I mean, you would imagine that it would. It, she would be experiencing that 18 hours because she's going oh, through that space. So, yeah, just The watch faster. is two. The watch is two. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got I would, it. So I would imagine it would be the same. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. She did come out and say 18 hours. Like when they, she's like, right. I've been gone for 18 hours. So I don't know. I th- I feel like it's just a number they picked, but it could just I don't know. Like yeah. Um. But yeah, that was like ooh, mic drop. You done fucked up. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't that. That's that's not really what it was. What it was was they were completely aware that there was eighteen hours of footage. The gov- I-, I thought it made it sound like Angela Bassett didn't know. Well, she didn't, but James Woods did. Yeah. So it's like I'm like you done fucked up. Like you. Made her look like an idiot, and she's not. Yeah, but it wasn't a fuck-up. It was totally intentional. That's even worse. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was deliberate. Okay, I guess, it yeah, was, you done was, fucked up wouldn't apply there. Yeah, it was completely <laughs> deliberate. Like, we're going to make sure that this gets buried, and everybody discredits this so we can study it and do everything in private now. Oh, okay, I was going to say why, but you just answered that. Yeah, just to hide, just so they have complete control and oversight over all of it, and... And then it's it's crazy. So good. It's crazy because that shit's hap- that shit's happening. That happens. All the yeah, time. it's insane. All the time. Cause don't you just want to like, like if you could be president for a day, just look at all the files you could look into. But I'm also barely certain that there's a lot of stuff that even the president yeah, yeah, doesn't for sure, know. For sure. That there's other people in high power there that have so much access. Like, I guess what I mean is if you could have access to like all the information you wanted Mm -hmm. is there a specific topic where you're like show me that file i need to know everything um just based in the u.s related stuff whatever whatever you want for sure ufos and stuff yes there's period area 51 there's so much crap that they're not (laughs) that they're i mean even now with like the shit that they've been shooting down yeah around like they're just it it's so they're so transparent about not being transparent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you can see right through like, oh, uh, uh, we don't know what it was. It, it, we can't confirm whether or not it was a balloon, but yeah. we'll never know because we can't go pick it up. <laughs> I want to I wanna know about all the experiments that they've covered oh, up. People, like, yeah, MKUltra. And is MKUltra the... Um, mind control Like stuff? the electric... No, no. Well, I mean, I'm sure there. No, they gave them um like LSD and LSD. Sorry, I don't know why I thought electric. (laughs) Um, no, yes, LSD. We talked about this in one of my college classes. Um, yeah, I would want to learn like about that, and more importantly, like who said it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what was the point of it? A lot of that stuff has come out with um freedom of information. Um, sure. There's a book. Uh, there's a book, I can't say I've read it, I've audiobooked it, and I own a copy of <laughs> then it. Then you read it? I own a copy of it, um, because I wanted to. to yeah. Um, but, uh, it's called Chaos. Chaos is the main title of the book. Okay. 
Let me get the subtitle so I say it correctly. I don't know why I'm grabbing my phone when I have a laptop right here. <laughs> um, it's by Tom O'Neill. Um, it's uh, Chaos, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the uh, Secret History of the 60s. Ooh, um, Charles Manson. So it's not specific. Sorry. It's not specifically about MK Ultra. Sure. But um, this this guy he wrote this book. What ended up being a book over the course of like. I don't know if it was either like 20, it was like 20 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either 20 or 30, but I think it's 20. Um, where it started off, it was supposed to be a magazine article on like an anniversary of the Charles Manson stuff. And then it's just through all these twists and turns, it just became a, a full-on book that yeah. he released. You but, do have that? Yeah. We'll see. Give it to me. We'll see. <laughs> it's a... It's a. Is it your prized possession? I wouldn't say prized possession, <laughs> but it's not like a. It's it's a book I bought to have as like a collection. Oh, thing. okay. Well then, but, so you don't want me to wreck it? Is what you're saying? I I would I would feel badly if it got wrecked. Did you buy the audio book? Like buy it yeah, or rent it? I bought it. So maybe I could borrow. Yeah, I think audio book. <laughs> yeah, I think you can actually. I think you can lend out stuff on Audible. Because that would be great. But um, <laughs> it's it's not so much about MK. It's not specifically about MK Ultra. But you find out that, or he found out through his stuff that, um, people who were involved mm-hmm. in MK Ultra mm-hmm. were also involved and connected to Charles Manson related stuff. Oh, and, go figure. And he was potentially a part of that program. I mean, I it's wouldn't be nutty. surprised. It's and nutty, bro. I watched a whole. I actually don't. Oh God, I wish I could remember the name of the documentary. Try me. Maybe I, I, I literally have no idea what it was. Well, what's it about? Oh, well, I'm getting there. It was on YouTube, and I believe it got taken off for, like, violating community guidelines or something. Now, okay, I just want to preface this. I get, I'm careful about, like, conspiracy theories, because... To well, some- I mean, the, the Charles Manson, MKUltra, that shit was a conspiracy until it wasn't. Right. Well, well I so- mean, it was a conspiracy, but well, it was a I'm- conspiracy theory. What I'm going to say is, like, I don't want to say, like, I believe in all conspiracy theories because I feel like some people are going to hear that and be like, you're stupid or you're crazy if you believe in all these things. I don't. I'm very selective with, like, mm-hmm. the theories. And it's not necessarily why, where I'm out here, like, gung-ho that these mm-hmm. are all true. But I definitely think they make you think, and it is sometimes confusing to see, like, on you, like YouTube took that down, and for what? Like... Was it because it was actually revealing like some sort of truth or because it was spreading misinformation? Like, we'll just never know, you know, because we don't have all the answers. So I just want to say that as like a preface before I say what I'm going to say. So you said you look so thrilled as I'm talking about this. No, I'm focusing in. I'm <laughs> waiting. You, I'm waiting for the punchline. Do you understand <laughs> my preface, like yes. the point of it? Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, I got it. I'm just making sure that. I got it. I don't know about anybody that's going to listen, but I got it. <laughs> okay. Because I do feel like if you say you like conspiracies, people think you're like a nut. Just go for it. So anyway, watch this documentary where it was talking about the CIA's involvement in Hollywood. Yep. And it was about like this guy who used to be like a stunt man. And he was talking about like, he's been a stunt man in so many big movies. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if he said like which ones, but like think like Fast and Furious type stunt double. And he talked about how he oh. has seen so much stuff where he feels like the CIA is so invested in Hollywood 
to pump out certain ideas to the public, okay? Mm-hmm. And it just, it's got me thinking, like, like the CIA, I don't even know, I know it's Central Intelligence Agency, but, like, I don't really know what they do and, mm-hmm. like, what's the point of them. But I think also in that documentary, there was a whistleblower, you know what that is, mm-hmm. okay, um, who also used to be, I didn't know what it was, so that's what I was asking. Mm-hmm. Um, I now know what it is. <laughs> but who used to work in the CIA, you know, was now mm-hmm. coming out saying all this problematic stuff and was revealing, like, celebrities that he know, like, name-dropping celebrities mm-hmm. who have clear links mm-hmm. to suspicious behavior with the CIA. Jared Leto was one of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really know Jared Leto from anything, but anyways. So I just feel like this movie is like one of those movies where I'm almost surprised it got made because it kind of shows like it doesn't paint the government necessarily in like a good light. Mm -hmm. And I feel like nowadays they don't want movies that don't paint the government in a good light to get really popular and to create Mm -hmm. this like doubt of the government. And on one part, I can understand like. You don't want everyone doubting the government because then what would our society be? It would fall mm-hmm. apart. But on the other hand, it's like so much control. There needs to be that accountability. We're, they're probably hiding stuff from oh, us. And, no, it probably isn't even. Yeah, no, that's true. They, they're <laughs> certainly hiding stuff from us. But it depends. I don't know, like, to what extent. Yeah, but Because yeah, yeah. to some extent, it could arguably be for our own safety and good and, like, well-being. I don't know. You would have to figure out what it is first. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things, too, where they're just trying to make themselves look good and they don't want to make America look bad. I'm I'm making the, the money the money sign also. So they can make money? Yeah, I mean, it's... I think money is honestly the biggest part of it. Control If they can control stuff, they can control the money. If they can control the money, they can make themselves infinitely rich, basically. Sure. So, yeah. I don't know. Needless to say, like, that sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I... I saw this movie did like decently well, but I feel like, don't you kind of think that like there's not a lot of movies that like paint the government in the bad light because they don't want the government to look bad? Yeah. I mean, part of it too is like, it's hard to, I think it's hard to sell a movie like that. Like it would have to be, for it to actually be a thing, it would have to be like more true story related stuff and critical things, people critical of the government, people in the government for sure have come out. It's just, I I think, too, part of it is with movies, and this might just be kind of a cop-out, but people, a big part of movies is getting away from that kind of horseshit. Because everybody kind of knows it's there. It's everybody, it's an underlying thing that everybody knows about. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be reminded of that thing that sucks (laughs) going to the movies. (laughs) Yeah. But, um... But I think it's important for people to be questioning things. mm -hmm. And nowadays, like, they... I think there's a lot of concern around people questioning things because now we've we're we're so extremist here that questioning can lead to like absolute chaos. Well, yeah, it's one of those things where like there's and division. there's there's clear lines drawn from the loudest people and if you take one step on the wrong side of that line, you're immediately blasted to the opposite line. Right. Like that's what I'm saying like Saying that you kind of might believe, like, theories about bad government Mm -hmm. behavior, like, I feel like people are going to think, like, 
oh, well, you're crazy. You believe in crazy right. theories. And it's like, well, no, I'm just saying that I'm not. I mean, there's plenty There's plenty of evidence, modern evidence. I say modern, like within our lifetime. There's plenty of evidence out there that showed that they're totally full of shit just to advance their own yeah. whatever. Like the, the one that's in my mind the most is um, the invasion of Iraq. Like they invaded Iraq under the pretense that they had weapons of mass destruction. They had no intelligence that said that they had weapons of mass destruction. Did you watch that Netflix documentary, 9-11 and the War on Terror? Mm-mm. I watched, like, I need to rewatch it, but I watched a few episodes, and it's actually really good because this sounds, I'm going to sound so ignorant for not knowing this, but in my defense, I was born, bef- I was born after it started, mm-hmm. but um, uh, it all, like, started because of, like, fighting over, like, oil and, yeah. like, natural resources. Right, right. And, like, when you when you put it as simple as that, it sounds so stupid. Mm-hmm. We killed a bunch of people for, or, like, sorry, not we killed a bunch of people. I mean, we did, but. But a bunch of people died yes. in the U.S. and elsewhere yep. for oil. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just oil. I mean, I, and the unfortunate side, the unfortunate part is, like, again, with the whole, like, not the, not to dive too deep into it, but. Yeah, whole, we don't want to get on a rant. Yeah, with the whole, I mean, rants are okay, but with the whole 9-11 thing, like, obviously that happening, you, there has to be some sort of, I don't know, retaliation is not the right word. That's not the word I'm looking for, but it's the one I'm going to use. Okay. Um, there has to be some sort of uh, action that happens after that, because, like, you can't just let, something like no. that, you can't just happen. But where, like, the idea of where they chose to do what they did had nothing to do with the happenings at nine with nine eleven, right? So like them invading Iraq, they did like like oh, there's this guy here, he's connected to him, and he's connected to him. But in reality, that connection was more like they were in the same room at the same time once. That's like the intelligence <laughs> like the, they had. Okay, yeah. So then they decide, you know, they decide to go in Iraq into Iraq, and Iraq's not where the you know problems were. Well. There's problems everywhere, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. but you, we source. we get the idea. The, the idea, the the gist of this whole thing is the uh, the government controls the information in ways that will allow them to do what they want to do. That makes essentially makes them the most money, because that's the whole thing with uh, money and, and politics and, and government stuff. There's all these government contractors that make all this crazy these crazy amounts of money, and these uh, these regulators and stuff. They're they're making these rules, they're making all these decisions that are in favor of these giant companies, and then once they're leaving government, they're going to work for those companies because they're like, they, you know, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine, yeah. sort of a thing. Yeah. And that's another, that's like with our, uh, for good or bad, regardless of how anybody feels about it, that's one of the angles looking at the whole Ukraine-Russia thing is like... It's just feeding that, you know, that war machine because there's so much money involved. But yeah, um, I feel like last note on this, mm-hmm. I was just going to say I saw a s- study the other day that was conducted, I think, like last year. And it's it was a survey of like 18 to 22 year old voters. Mm-hmm. And it said, what do they it was the question was, what do you believe is the biggest problem with our political systems? Mm-hmm. Almost all voters could agree that money in politics is the problem. Mm-hmm. But it's so, the, it's probably the, probably will be the most difficult thing to remove. For sure. But it's like, at least people are on the same page of what <laughs> the issue is. Right. 
which is rare in this city, or in the city, in this society, <laughs> this country. Um, just to uh, rewind just a little bit, uh, when you were mentioning mentioning docu- when you mentioned documentary, it, it reminded me something about this this uh, movie. Um, it was when they it was when it was showing all the newscasts of like them announcing this discovery of mm-hmm. intelligent like or communication from intelligent life, and they made a there was a little clip in it where they said uh, that there was fear that they would see mass like like mass suicides and stuff. Um. It, it was did? just. It was a very brief. Yeah, it was a very brief little thing, and oh. because they're like much like the, much like the, uh, I, I, they didn't name it. I don't think they named it. Much like the event in San Diego previously this year, and it showed footage of like people at this like mansion in San Diego like pulling like bodies out. That was a real thing. That was a real thing, and there's a documentary about it on HBO called Heaven's Gate. It's about Heaven's Gate cult. Watch that one. That one's really good. Is scary. No, it's 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 like is it unsettling. Unsettling, yeah. Okay. It's not scary, but it's unsettling for sure. These basically these cult leaders were are they were uh they got all these people on board to the idea that um that they were all like interdimensional beings and that their like salvation, like when the their salvation would be like these ships coming and taking them away. So it was also topical in that sense. But they all died? Yeah, it ended up being like one of those, like, we're going to, you know, we're all, everybody, you know, drink the Kool-Aid sort of a thing, and, and you'll transcend to this. It's crazy, though. That's a good that's a good watch, if you want. I, yeah, I. this is going to probably sound naive, but, like, do you ever wonder, like, how can people be so, like, gullible? watch that and then there's people who you would think wouldn't be? there's people who oh. left before that happened okay and they talk about that sort of thing it's often t- like for some of those for some of the people it's these people who feel like they don't have anybody oh. and then they find this group of people sure who all like are all welcoming and then like every this like well that's true i guess like they do normally those groups prey on like People who are alone, maybe mm-hmm. like widows or like you right, know right. orphans or pe- yeah, people who don't have anybody. It's it's so unfortunate, but it makes sense that they target those people because they're the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Another another one. Um, I mean, I only brought that one up because it's literally in the movie, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But another one similar, Wild Wild Country on Netflix. That that's a kind of another. That's another one about a cult. That's okay. really interesting. They like build their own town, like in the middle of the desert. It's pretty cool. I mean, pretty cool documentary, but <laughs> not not a uh, subject matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean the stuff that it's pretty nutty, like some of the stuff that happens. But okay, okay. So did we finish with the movie? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, she ends up. We find out that the government was high. Uh, knew that she wasn't full of shit. Yep. And then she goes on to continue to work work at that station mm-hmm. looked like she was doing a small like a class for little kids oh yeah yep and then what does he say like do you think aliens are real or something like do yeah. you believe in aliens and she's like i don't know what do you think yeah the, yeah basically <laughs> think they're like, real or something basically saying it doesn't matter what somebody else thinks it's uh, it, what matters is what you're uh you like uh, going through basically the just going you going through the evidence and deciding for yourself yeah yeah. That's the gist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
honestly, overall, like, really good movie. Oh, I loved it. I liked it a lot. Um, I was a little worried for the first, like, 20 minutes that it was going to kind of be a meh. But then as soon as they get the signal from then on, it's just like, hooked. I'm hooked. It I was, was hooked. It was slow, but, like, I really don't know how. I th- I feel like it was all necessary the was for correct. the build up. The pacing like, was correct. Yes. I don't know what they. It's not like there was a bunch that they could have cut out. Yeah. I thought they did a good job with the time that they had. It's just, it's probably daunting yeah. when you're trying to pick a movie. Yep. People don't necessarily right. want to watch a two and a half hour. I, movie. I've, yeah, for sure. Some people, if they were to start watching it now, they're gonna get, they're gonna shut it off. Like you know. Yeah. Thirty minutes in. Yeah. I'm not the type to ever really do that, but, but the great I don't really do that either. I hate starting a movie and not finishing it. I don't mm-hmm. even care if it's bad. I just want to finish it. And there's some there uh, there's a lot of movies out there that like as crappy as they are for the first like hour and 20 minutes, that last 20 minutes, if it's it could be like sometimes are just amazing. It's like, okay, that saved everything. Yeah. Like you I also can, Oh god. Yeah, no, I was just going to say I can get past the beginning garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, you because, also can't leave a movie early and then write it off because what if that does happen right exactly like it ends up being exactly yep good and then you just wasted your time and didn't even get the good part Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's it's funny too um just with with this particular movie um i'll tell you the story of uh, going to the bookstore today so i wanted to there's a used bookstore here um down on the other side of madison um i I'm, it's called oh it's, I don't remember what it's called, but it's a used bookstore where like everything's like every book is like four bucks. Sure, mass mass market books are like two or three dollars, and then they have but they have some like special books that are more okay. like they have some books in cases that are like a little more saw like a little more rare or like old or something, and they okay. might charge a little bit more. But anyway, okay, discount bookstore. Sure, and I was uh, going to Madison with my parents um, just to hang out. And we got, uh, we, dad and I bowled a few games. I'm like, hey, can we go over to this bookstore I've been meaning to go to? Like, I saw them on, like, on Instagram is where I found them. I'm like, can we go to this bookstore? And knowing that I wanted to just check and see if maybe they had contact. So, and he found it, yeah. y'all. So we go, we go to the bookstore. <laughs> the, the guy tells us it's like this old, like, office building. This, and these, this bookstore is just plopped down into the, this office building. So, like, it's the mo- it's the weirdest thing ever. It's split between two offices like across the hall from each other and then you okay. go, and they have it all sorted out. But we're looking through this first room. I wasn't looking for it yet. I was just kind of taking mm-hmm. in everything. And then they had a small like single shelf of some like paperbacks, just like kind of random paperbacks, kind of like a like, like an end cap would be at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I glance <laughs> o- I glance over and I glance down in the First thing I see on that shelf is contact. I'm like, holy crap. I walk over, I pick it up, I, I show it to my mom. I'm like, this is why I want to come here. That is hilarious. That I just it just happened to catch my eye yeah, immediately. That's awesome. So I ended up getting So that, now you're but, gonna read it? Yeah, probably. I, I did it looks look long. Uh it's not so bad. Four hundred and thirty pages. Okay. I try to keep the books that I read like two hundred, two fifty maximum because I just know that I will be lazy and don't want to finish it. Yeah, I, I don't know when there's other I have other books too that I want to read, so it's all gonna be a matter of deciding. I I read slowly, so that's part of the problem. Me too. I finally just finished a book for the first time in a long time. And it I ended up reading like a hundred pages in a day, but like now I started a new book and I, I feel like on average when I sit down to read I only read like twenty to thirty pages. Mm-hmm. So it takes I think too, like it's one of those things where books like books books are 
books are the same as movies in this regard. They should they should be, but I give movies way more leeway because it they take way less time. But that that's the main thing. They take way less time. If they don't if you aren't compelled to continue reading after like an hour of reading, just stop. Yeah. Like well, that kind of defeats the whole thing of what contradicts everything we said earlier. Well, right, but at the same time, like for sure, there's going to be books that are kind of widely praised that you can kind of go into, assuming that there's something to it. Yeah, but like if you're just picking up a random book to read and it doesn't hook you like early, right? Like that's as crude as this might sound, and is disingenuous or is disingenuous isn't the right word, as kind of dismissive as it may be. It's kind of the job of an author to like make sure you're invested just like with movies yeah like if a movie is super super boring at the beginning and there's nothing to hook you yeah like well, I'm, it's I'm, kind of their job to do that i'm curious what people who are like avid book readers like i can think of a few people who may have a different perspective but i would agree with you like yeah it is your job to make people interested do you ever do that growing up where you had to like write stories and you would have to like include a hook like a way to like like the first sentence had to be like compelling people in. What's the first sentence of that book? Let's see if it's compelling. Let's find out. The message. Ooh. I love so the ASMR pages. of the paper. Yeah. Um. So there's these two things. There's a poem that prefaces and okay. this other like abstract thing that. By human standards, it could not possibly have been artificial. It was the size of a world, but it was so oddly and intricately shaped, so clearly intended for some complex purpose that it could only have been the expression of an idea. Gliding in polar orbit about the great blue-white star, it resembled some immense, imperfect polyhedron encrusted with millions of bowl-shaped barnacles. Every bowl was aimed at a particular part of the sky, every constellation being attended to, the polyhedral world, had been performing its enigmatic function for eons. It was very patient. It could afford to wait forever. That's kind of like the little, like, hook. Okay. I was like, that wasn't one sentence. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. I know, but... <laughs> I understand. Okay, well, that's that's cool. It's cool that you got the book. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. See if I end up reading it, but... Is there anything else you want to add, or should we move into our segments? Um... I would say one thing that was really funny for me uh, that I had contemplated or that I was thinking about while I was watching it was there was the bit in there was the bit where he was talking to her or where Matthew McConaughey was talking to Jodie Foster's character about leaving and coming back. And he's like, it might it could take you like it could feel like four years getting there for you. And then you get back here and it's been 50 years and everyone, you know, is dead. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was thinking of. I was thinking about him in Interstellar, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it at that because you haven't seen Interstellar and it's on the list. Correct. Just know I'm. This is me kind of putting a little bookmark. Come back to this thought in your mind. Okay. Yeah. So is it like a similar idea? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it, relevant. It. Yeah. Okay. It's just something that I was thinking about when watching it, and I'll. It's it's something that didn't end up happening in this movie. It's, okay. So it's not like it's. A big oh, thing, but, okay. But, I have I have a couple ideas of what I think it could be okay. if it gets picked. Anyway, um, yeah. Um, other than that, I don't think I don't think there's anything. There may have been something, but obviously it wasn't that big of a deal if I'm not thinking about it now. But uh, okay. Um, should we do quotes first? 
Sure. Okay, favorite quote. Um, we already kind of mentioned it earlier, but I really liked the meaningful conversation that Palmer and Ellie had where she said, you know, like, where he said, did you love your father? And she says, what? And he said, your dad, did you love him? And she said, yes, very much. And then he says, prove it. Because it was more just like a mic drop moment. But funny quotes was, hold on, let me find his name real quick. Um, Kent, Kent Clark, was it? The, the fellow science friend who was blind. Okay. Um, he says later when he comes to watch Ellie shoot up or not shoot up drop in her ball he says it's nice to smell you again mr kitts because he like walks past him and then he goes and then he's kind of walking away and he goes wouldn't peg him as a polo man yeah yeah yeah. how did he even know that well i mean it's one of those things where i'm sure it's just isn't that kind of a i don't know if it's necessarily stereotype but that's a thing right like blind people sometimes their other senses are heightened so like he can pick up on the smell a little bit easier. But and he didn't touch his. How would he know he's wearing a polo? No, 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 no. Polo Ralph Lauren, the clone. Oh. Uh, I think right. That's so embarrassing. I assumed like a polo shirt. No, no, no. Polo Ralph Ralph Lauren. Oh well, then that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. No, okay. sorry. Right. <laughs> that's. Enjoy that, listeners. I hope that made you laugh. Hey, you know, can't do much about it. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> yep, he's right. He's pulling up Polo Cologne. Okay, you go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There was a couple things. Um, and I, there's a couple times where some stuff was said that I liked. The one thing, okay, a quote that kind of annoyed me because they, I didn't, I don't think, I think they used it too soon the second time they used it was when they're talking about if there's all this stuff out there, if there's nothing else out there, it seems like a big waste of space. Yep. When Matthew McConaughey's character said it, I feel like they should have saved him saying that for later, later in the movie. Because it, it, was, it was like 20 minutes after the yeah. dad had, like 15 minutes after the dad had just said it yeah. for the first time. But anyway. No, I agree. They if, if that's that the biggest, If that's the biggest sin of this movie, it's no big deal. But yeah. Um, uh, where is where was it? Ouch! What? <laughs> uh, just some of these on here are funny, but hmm. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have picked them. The uh, there's a quote from Jay Leno when they're going through the news things on here. That's pretty funny. Oh. Um. And I already lost it, so I'm just gonna give up on it. Oh no, right there. So it turns out, uh, so it turns out there's life on other planets. Uh, boy, this is really going to change the Miss Universe contest. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Classic Jay Leno, obviously. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good one. I I do like your the the polo. Polo, polo as well. Yeah. Yeah. I I good. I really suck at this uh, particular bit. Yeah. It's okay. That was, that was good. I mean, if you don't have oh. anything solid, we can move on. I didn't even realize. I, I, how didn't I catch on to that? Hold on. I got to confirm something. Or I got to. only got 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Yeah, I can... Justice for it. <laughs> I can see why it wasn't so... I guess it's not terrible, but... I would... Um, when is he, does he say that? I don't know. I'm giving up on it. Anyway. We'll cross it. Maybe cross the bridge again later. But yeah, it was, I don't know. I would say, um, just in, in lieu of, in lieu of finding a, a good, um, a good quote, I, a point that I could bring up is I had seen pictures and stills from this movie that I didn't realize were from this movie. And it was mainly the, the SR Haddon when he was up in space. Mm-hmm. They were talking over video chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hurt, that actor, like that part that I had seen shots of that part. Yeah, that I didn't realize were from this movie, and it took me until seeing them to realize it. But he's dead. Yeah, I think that was relatively recent. Twenty seventeen. He uh he was kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think that was the point. He's supposed to be kind of the recluse like i mean the whole thing was he was doing everything he could be to not be around people yeah that was well and it was because he was sick like he didn't feel pain as much or something in the that's air. when that's when they went up to space oh yeah. to space yeah well and the the part where he like recaps her whole life was really creepy yeah <laughs> he's like stop but, uh okay so yeah let's just i don't want to I don't want to nitpick. They're all. It was. It was good. I really. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, so. it was good. But it, um, it's gonna be hard for spinoff or kill off because I honestly, any like minute character, like they weren't big enough to even say they were not relevant. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> I would say too. Like I, this the story's pretty wrapped up with a bow, and the endings that are left open, they're you. Just assume, like, there, you could go into them for sure, but I don't think it would really, it would make it a completely different venture, right? Like, you mm-hmm. could, you could go ahead in time a little bit and see what the government ended up doing with the information they had. Um, like, I suppose you could, I suppose, suppose you could do a bit where maybe they, we fast forward in time a bit and the government has, like, made all these crazy developments. And then it turns out like that there's like maybe some call for um call for her to like come back like into the into the mix. I but I don't I don't think it would be very convincing, but I mean there's things it could do, but it yeah. could be I think it'd be dumb. Especially too, since this is based on a book and I'm pretty sure this is just the end of the line. Yeah. So I feel like this is kind of the first movie where I'm like, I don't even know if I can pick a character for either. Yeah. Like, I, I they, could if I all... really need to, but I, I mean, honestly don't feel like right. this bit really applies to this movie very well. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think so. We kind of hit the same thing with Two Happiness, right? Where it's just kind of like... The story's over and done with. Yeah, and like, there's for sure there's stuff, you there's fat you can trim. There's like certain things you could do a little differently, but I don't think it it wouldn't serve any greater purpose. Yeah. Like, for sure, like some of the government-related like stuff, they could probably splice together like but yeah i don't know i don't know this yeah i for sure we're finding holes in this bit for sure there's there's some holes in it but yeah well it's this is i guess it doesn't matter if we don't have anything right it's fine but i think i think what i think what uh would be a good 
a good way to approach it going forward is if something jumps out to us like in any particular movie mm-hmm. then we then this is like we can bring it up yeah but it's an opportunity to say it I, yeah i wouldn't necessarily i don't think we need to go out of our way to make it work yeah you know what i mean i agree oh sorry what? refrain from the accent <laughs> <laughs> all right so are you ready wheel time so prior to recording, I wrote down all the movies and then like the movie that I added already on the wheel. So I'm just going to like hold it up and you can just say it out loud as you realize. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hit this light. So just heads up there. Okay. Okay. okay so yeah, we'll go through the wheel. What's on there currently and then we'll spit it and see what happens. Okay. I realized I kind of wrote this where this is in the way, but it's okay. It'll be fine. I mean, I can always take it off. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Good call. What is it? I'll get to it last. <laughs> okay. Uh, so on the wheel, uh, carrying over from last time, um, in no particular order, uh, we have Donnie Darko, um, Interstellar. Uh, Donnie Darko is my pick, Interstellar, uh, for Carla. I put signs on there. Uh, the Impossible is a Carla choice. Nope. From me, and now adding in this week is The Goonies from Carla. Woo-hoo! Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good Never one. seen The Goonies. Recently got like recommended to me, so we're putting it on there just so I can say that I've seen it. Yeah, it's a good one. Another like, there's a, it's it's a bit it's like a, a kind of a it's a bit of an ensemble cast for sure. Now, like a lot of the kids in that like have gone on to have really stellar like movie careers. So, do I know any of them? Um. Well, the uh, one see. was in um, Stranger Things, wasn't he? Yeah. John Aston. John Aston, yeah. He was in The Goonies. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Josh Brolin is in it. Oh. Um, you know who that is? Yeah, okay. yeah I do. Um, I, I've, I don't even want to, I don't want to butcher his name. Okay. But he is the actor uh, that was in just now, recently in uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, he won Best Supporting Actor a million times uh, throughout award season for it. Um, oh. I'm on the wrong. The guy who like cried during his speech. Yeah. Oh, okay, I know exactly who yep. you're talking about. He, I don't know his name. Yeah, um, he's in it. Um, saw his speech though; it was very cute. Uh, who else? Uh, there's a couple other people. Um, but it's okay. it's a good one. It's for sure. It's a good one. Okay. Well, we I gotta put it on another classic. Yeah. All right. So. I'll, you can spin it this time. Are you sure? Because I spun it last time. Okay. It is the Goonies. <laughs> that was crazy. Like that. <laughs> that it's was the, the weirdest. Spin. It's it slowed way down uh, for like four and uh, four movies landed on the fifth next one. Like it really, it seemed like it was gonna stop. We're getting played by this wheel. Yeah, like it's always <laughs> the new stuff that comes in that gets picked. That's I need to keep track if like if it's this color. Or oh. like if it's this specific spot, yeah. But um, no, literally, I w- it was. I thought it was going to be Interstellar, then Signs, then Impossible. I was like, oh my god, nope, nope. Yeah, it's the Goonies. Yep. Oh, <laughs> which is f- like it's all good. I right. I put it on there, but right. I was hoping for nope. All right, so Goonies, it is. Okay, so see you everybody next week for the Goonies. Watch it.
Right. Bye. See ya.